Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. sonobello.com slash save. sonobello.com slash save. Companies that set out to change the world should stand for something, something that matters. For Tanium, it was managing and protecting the world's growing number of endpoints. Tanium empowers organizations to embrace digital transformation and change the way people both work and live. They help critical government agencies see what's coming protect and defend five branches of the U.S. military, and more than half of the Fortune 100 rely on Tanium to manage and secure their critical assets. To learn more, visit Tanium.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Welcome to The Secret to Everything. I am Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, and I am so thrilled to be with you for another week. And I'm super excited because one of my very favorite people to talk to is actually here in the studio with us today. And some of you may already be familiar with her. Her name is Karen Curry Parker, and she is who I consider, I know she didn't originate it, but I think she's actually one of the foremost world experts in human design. And if you don't know what human design is, I guarantee you, you will be intrigued before the end of this show. And I think our topic is even, if that's possible, more intriguing than Karen. And our topic is gonna be today, what is true abundance? Discover your unique code for health, wealth, and happiness using human design. But I kind of like the subtitle better, which is why everything you've learned about success and money is wrong. So if that doesn't keep you with us, absolutely nothing will. And we'll have her on in just a few minutes. But one of the benefits of being involved with The Secret to Everything and one of the kind of wealth wealthy things that you get when you're part of our monthly membership program which is called ultimate awakening is you get these amazing energy updates from me and so i was going to give you guys kind of a little taste i know we did a meditation last week but this week i wanted to give you a little taste of kind of the current energy because i think it's super super important to be aware of so you can kind of navigate it going into next week 
So one of the things I wanted to talk to you is you may be feeling a little out of sorts this week because there's a lot of peace kind of going on in chill moments, but it's kind of colliding at the same time with a harsher reality. And there's a lot of energy coming in. If you watch politics, you'll see this reflected in the news media of truth being exposed. So you're going to see that energy going into the next week as well. So your own secrets may come out, secrets, you know, that you thought were hidden may come out and you'll continue to see like the celebrities and the politicians kind of mirroring that. Um, Not everything can be amazing all the time. Did you guys hear me? Not everything is going to be amazing all the time. And actually my producer, Rob and I were just talking about that, you know, in this industry and sometimes, you know, on the radio and on TV, everybody's like love and peace and light and joy. And you guys are like, what's wrong with me? Like not everything always works out. Well, that's because, you know, what makes the ride fun, the ride we call life fun is the ups and downs. And as you know, my dad always said, you know, you know, wait a day and your mood will change or the energy will change. And that's really so accurate when we're dealing with overall planetary energy. And so to me, the question that we should be asking ourselves going into the next week is what do you want and need to do, be and accomplish right now? The full moon kind of always brings pressure, the now pressure in, it kind of brings things to fullness and it can create a lot of kind of angst and irritation at the same time. Some of you may want to jump ahead and in doing so, you may burn out, you may kind of overextend your energy. And so this week and next week is all about balance. And if you do jump ahead and you're kind of frantic and caught up in that rush energy, you're going to miss what? you're going to miss the brilliance of fall, which is present, you know, all over the world, but especially in the United States and Canada, you know, we're getting the cooler weather and it's time to go outside and plant your feet in nature, but you can't do that if you're all caught up in this kind of weird, you know, rushing and I have to make this happen type of energy. So this is a great time to kind of settle into a routine and slow down and take a breath and look at the big picture Think about expanding your perception. You're going into a new year. So as we're going through all this, we're going to come into a little bit more positive energy. There's going to be a little bit higher frequency. The energy is still going to be up in the air, but we're going to settle into a place where you can really start to get things done. If you can just kind of ride with me through this weekend. I know a lot of you listen to this show on the weekend. So again, this is a time where you can take that breath to kind of plan out the next couple weeks, plan your business, plan your personal life, plan your vacations going into the new year. I, I would say this is not a great week or a great time to be making big, big decisions um, because you're going to be surprised. So even if you think you know how something's going to turn out or you, if you plan this great vacation, these little minor details and minor upsets are going to happen. As a matter of fact, I had a big call this week and it was crazy. I got kicked off the call and uh, you know, the, the service I was using said it was impossible, but my whole entire call got hijacked by somebody in the call and they said that can't happen and it happened. So again, whether it's big or little, I want you guys to go along for the ride and kind of ride it out this week because I'm going to give you a little sneak peek into next week. There's some really great stuff happening. If you can get through this week 
I would say it's a really great time to detox and let things go. And that's kind of going to be the energy going into next week. So don't ignore the information that comes up this week, all that surprise information. Some might call it secret information. Don't ignore it because it's going to end up being really, really super valuable and benefit you. Karen Curry Parker up next talking about wealth and abundance. This is Kevin Randall. For nearly 30 years, I have been investigating the case of the Roswell UFO. I have interviewed hundreds of people and stood on the crash site. Now in Roswell in the 21st century, I have reviewed dozens of hours of audio and videotaped interviews, examined hundreds of files that relate to the crash, and have returned to Roswell in an attempt to put all that information into the proper perspective. For the first time in Roswell in the 21st century, I have made a dispassionate reevaluation of all that material and provide a new look at what happened. This is a book that clears away all the clutter that has hidden the truth for so long, strips away the various lies that surround the case, exposes the Air Force attempts at cover-up, and found a core of solid information that tells us all where the case stands today. Roswell in the 21st Century will be available in just a few weeks. For more information, please visit my website at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. Gibbs A. Williams, Ph.D., is a practicing psychoanalyst, supervisor, researcher, and author in New York City. Much of his life has been dedicated to understanding nature and the uses of meaningful coincidences or synchronicities. His radical and original non-Jungian, non-mystical, non-magical theory of synchronicities illuminates much of the fog surrounding this challenging and perplexing topic. His ideas and manners are fresh, presented in a style that is both entertaining and highly informative. He is also an expert on crisis intervention specially focused on violence reduction for the police and citizens, mastering anxiety, frustration and stress without the use of medication, and effectively preventing and treating heroin addiction. Dr. Williams can be contacted at his email address at gwwilliamsny11 at aol.com or visit his website at www.drgibbswilliams.com. Shamanism is recognized as a method to access the quantum level. Mastery of shamanic skills puts spiritual information and healing power into your hands. Path Home Shamanic Art School, a bonded Colorado certified occupational school, has met rigorous state standards ensuring its director and instructors have the qualifications to teach the shamanic arts. Path Home offers a certification program in blocks of study. Block 1, a five-day intensive, will be held in the beautiful mountain town of Coldale, Colorado, October 13th through 18th. Registration deadline is September 12th. Experience journey trance, power animals, helping spirits, sacred space, and life purpose. Come discover your power. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, in the magical world of shamanism. Call 303-775-3431 or visit findyourpathhome.com. 
Welcome back to The Secret to Everything. I am Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, and with me in the studio today, I have Ms. Karen Curry-Parker. Welcome to the show, Karen. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. And I'm so excited to have you. I mean, a lot of our listeners don't know, but this definitely is not our first rodeo together, is it? (laughs) No, it's not. We've been hanging out together for a while, I think. (laughs) Yeah, we've been hanging out together for a while, and we've even hung out together on video rather recently. So you guys will have to uh, maybe see if you can find that interview that I did with Karen about uh, human design and a number of other things. But before we dive really deep into the topic of abundance, which, oh my goodness, Uh, As far as consciousness goes, the top-selling topic, I would say, of all time, wouldn't you, Karen? Yeah, I think so. Well, I think it's a place where people get confused and have a lot of pain. So I think that is why Mm -hmm. why it's a big selling topic, yeah. Absolutely well said. Can we go back to, because when I think of Karen Curry-Parker, I think of human design. You know, and oh. kind of, <laughs> and I told you uh-huh. that you know, in my introduction, but a lot of people are probably scratching their heads and saying, "What is human design? Is she a fashion designer? Is she does she clone people? <laughs> like, what is?" So, if we could kind of start with the basics, and I know it's a big topic, but could you kind of gently and you know succinctly introduce us to human design and what that means? Absolutely, absolutely. Human design is a system of personality analysis. It is comprised from a whole series of different esoteric sciences. It's a synthesis of Eastern and Western astrology, the Chinese I Ching, the Hindu chakra system, the Judaic Kabbalah, and quantum physics. Basically, the way it works is you you run a chart just like you do with astrology. So you take computer software, thank God, because in the beginning we used to hand do charts. Wow. <laughs> took a lot of coloring. Um, <laughs> but you put your birthday, birth time, and birthplace into the little computer program, and it spits out a chart. But it's a chart that probably is very different than anything you've ever seen. It's a chart that looks like a triangle. It's got nine little geometric shapes in it. Um, it's got the profile of a human at the top, so it's a sideways face. And then in between all of those little geometric shapes, there's all kinds of lines. So to me, it looks a lot like my dad is in construction. Um, so to me, it looks a lot like the blueprint that you use if you're going to rewire your kitchen. You know, it looks like mm. an electrical map. And really, mm. that's kind of what it is. It's not a predictive tool. You know, sometimes we use astrology. You use planetary energies to talk about what's up on the planet, the celestial weather, right? It doesn't, you don't use it as a tool to predict your future or to even necessarily look at what's up for you in the future, although you can use that to a certain degree. It's really more a map, and it's a map of how you use energy. It tells you your life purpose. It tells you where you're sensitive. It tells you what you're here to do and how you're here to impact the world. It tells you where you experience other people's energies. It shows you how to make good strong and effective decisions based on what's called your human design type. In the human design system, there are five unique energy types, and each of those five types has a unique role in the evolution and in the work of the world. And each one of those five types has a very different way of working, making choices, entering into relationships, and living and doing life. So, For you to really understand yourself, how you operate, 
what's influencing you, making, helping you make good choices, what might be keeping you from making good choices. When you understand your hardwiring, your human design, you really get some very powerful insights that can help you line your life up, align yourself with who you really are and what you came here to do. Mm, that's all. That's all it does, Karen. <laughs> that's amazing. That does a lot. Wow. And and so it, to me, that raises the question, what attracted you, you know, to this method of analyzing personality? Uh, I, knew, <laughs> I, you know, I thought we would, st- you know, we'd stay scientific, but we have to go right to the weird, don't we? Karen, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> I wish I could say, because, you know, I have a really big scientific background. I mean, I'm a nurse by training. I like science, but I'll have to tell you, you know, I was a suburban housewife living in Houston, Texas, raising my four kids, and my husband at the time was sort of having a midlife crisis, so he went off to Sedona, Arizona, and he came back home with this chart that he'd gotten. And I looked at that chart, and all logic left me. And I just, first of all, when I saw the chart, I started to cry and I, you know, and I had no idea why I was crying. It just, it, something about that chart just moved me so much. Like I knew that there was something in this thing for me and I said, okay, that's it. We're selling the house and moving to Sedona because I need to go study everything I can about this chart. The headquarters for Human Design America at the time was in Sedona. So we literally painted all the walls, packed up the house, put the house on the market and sold the house two weeks later and, and you know, put the kids in the car and drove to Sedona, which, you know, in hindsight, I just think, oh, my God, what was I thinking? But, um, but that's, I don't know the answer to your question, Kimberly, to be honest with you. Something in the system called me. And, you know, the, the rest of the story goes like this. When I moved to Sedona, as soon as we got there, my youngest son had an ear infection. I went to the, to the pediatrician came out of the pediatricians with this sick kid on my hip, looked up at, in, the, in the hallway, across the hallway from the pediatrician's office was a door. And on the door was the human design chart, like a little emblem of the human design chart was on the door. And I thought, well, I'm going to go in this door. And I walked in the door and the lady in there said, this office ended up being the national headquarters of human design in America. I walked in the door and there was a little desk inside this room and there was a lady sitting behind the desk, and she looked up at me, and she said, oh, did you come for the job? And I said, well, yeah, I guess I did. And so she hired me, and, you know, I got to work for Human Design America, and as part of my payment, I got to study everything. And the rest, I think, as you say, is sort of history from that point on. I just was in it for the ride, and it's 17 years later, and here I am still doing it. So, Karen, as wonderful as human design is, and we could absolutely talk all day about that and probably years about the complexity of that, I know what people are probably truly interested in is the topic that we came here to discuss, which is true abundance. And I love that you... um, you know, are using kind of that term true abundance. And I love that phrase, why everything you've learned about success and money is wrong. And there's so many doors, you know, we can kind of come in this, but why would you even, you know, want to teach a class or write a book talking about kind of a different angle of abundance? You know, what did you see in this topic that hadn't already been covered a million times? (laughs) Uh, Everything. Um, (laughs) 
So it's a, it's a, you know, I came at this whole topic kind of in a roundabout, backwards way. Um, and, I, I, you know, it started first, frankly, with my own journey. Um, on my own journey, you know, I've been bankrupt, really committed to having a parenting model that really kind of required me to be the mom and the dad at the same time. Or I don't want to be gender biased, but, you know, to be two parents at the same time. I needed to provide for my family but to also be there in the afternoons when they got off from school and to be there in the evenings for homework and to be able to drive them to school in the mornings and be you know, present to them. And figuring out a way to do that that kept the money flowing was really tricky. I'm, my background is in nursing. I could have gotten a job as a nurse, but I couldn't have had the same presence and availability to them that I wanted to have. And to be quite frank with you, as a nurse, I, even though – it would have been better money than working in a restaurant or something. It still wouldn't have been enough to really cover the bills for everybody by myself. So I had to build my own business. And at the time, this was just when the Internet was starting, and I was going to a lot of Internet marketing conferences and conventions. And at, and at the time when I was doing this, I was like one of maybe four women in an audience of about 70 or 80 guys, right? And these guys were up there talking about success and abundance and you know i i went to so many seminars where these big loud guys would come on stage and they'd say this is the this is the most broke day of your life from this day forward you're gonna be rich and they would be showing these you know video montages of them with their beautiful wives in front of their incredible sports cars and their you know five thousand dollars square foot mansions and of course i'm sitting here thinking I need to raise money for college tuition. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I need to be able to do, you know, 40 hours worth of week in in 20 or even less hours time of work because I got to be home for the kids in the afternoon. And I really just walked away every time from these conferences going, I'm just A, not resonating with this, B, feeling like a total failure because I'm not making it like the dudes, right? And see I I just I don't even you know I just I can't even line up energetically behind this and so I thought well I'm gonna look for a more spiritual solution to this because I can take some of these marketing principles and I can apply them but you know I'm not I'm not even driven by this idea of massive success the way that society I think is teaching me that I should be and so I went more the spiritual route and I went to all these abundance seminars and workshops and trainings that were being taught by people who were teaching concepts very much related to to the movie The Secret, you know, Mm -hmm. visualize, think your way rich, feel your way rich, you know. And I tried all of that stuff too. And I got, I'm not going to say that I didn't have a certain amount of success. And I did. And and I think in that respect, you know, in spite of the fact that, you know, I, I lost some significant amounts of money and we lost a home and we, you know, we were still really kind of okay. I mean, we never lived on the street. We never were starving. We had clothes. We were okay. Um, but, but you know, I watched what was going on in these seminars, and I watched, I think, a lot of people walk away, mm-hmm. not feeling empowered, but feeling like they sucked, feeling like, I can't do this. It's not working for me. I've been doing this for years. I've been affirming I've been writing affirmations, you know, Shakti Gawain has that book, you know, I don't remember the name of the book anymore, but she had this whole <laughs> deal where you write your affirmations a hundred times, three times a day, right? I did that. I still have a permanent callus on one of my fingers from that <laughs> experience, you know? 
And I watched all these people and my own experience and going, you know, there's something here. Something's working to a certain degree. But oh, most of these people are applying the concepts of the secret or they're working really hard. You know, like some of the, some of the more success-based seminars I went to, it was like the secret to success is hard work. I watched all these people doing it, quote-unquote, right, and still not getting the results that all these leaders and all these teachers and all these books and everybody was promising. You know, that whole, you know, what what is it, the, fi- the three-day work week or the four-hour work week? Oh, yeah, four <laughs> hours. Huh? Yep. You know, and I'm, I'm not saying, again, that that's not possible for some people, and I'm not saying that that's, you know, not a potential reality, but it really, the way that it was being taught and the way that it was being shown to people wasn't working. And so I started teaching my own version of prosperity courses because I thought, well, I'm going to do this my way. I'm going to add a feminine twist. I'm going to soften it a little bit. I'm not going to be, you know, as intense, and I'm just going to do it a la Karen. And what I got was a lot of people showing up who they were having the same experience as me. They were doing everything right, doing everything they were being taught to do, and they still weren't getting the results. And when I started teaching this program, I used to call it the Prosperity Revolution, it was really more for my sake than for my students' sake, to be quite honest with you, because I felt I had to teach this class every night because I needed to stay enmeshed in the material because it was so different than how I was taught and trained to be successful. But, you know, when I first started teaching, that was the same time when I first started doing human design, so I started adding. And what human design shows us is that, first of all, the definition of success is as variable as as the number of people on the planet. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exome Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, High Tech with Corey Kay, and every minute of the 24-7, 365 programming of the Exome Broadcast Network by calling 712-432-9459, courtesy of TalkStream Live. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 712-432-9459 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 712-432-9459 for the best of paranormal, new age, thought-provoking, sci-fi radio programming 24-7-365. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash X zone. That's right. Transformation can start now. 
Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash Xone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. While science pursues fact, magic accesses the quantum level, bridging random facts to form truth. As long as science and magic remain separate and polarized, the truth cannot be known. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. Join me on the Science of Magic radio program, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. During each episode, I'll be speaking with experienced and respected scientists and mystics. From astrologers to astronomers, from medical doctors to shaman, the scientific method to dowsing and intuition, we'll weave together information from seemingly divergent practices to promote unity and enlightenment. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, and the Science of Magic right here on the Mutual Broadcast Network. For more information, visit www.thescienceofmagic.net. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. back to the secret to everything i'm dr kimberly mcgeorge and we are getting into the heart of discussing a different way to actually think about abundance and karen you were just kind of telling us what led you to create a different program and to write a book about actually a subject that most people would probably think had you know everything has been said about it it's been very overdone especially in the new age and consciousness market and so you were just starting to tell us a little bit of kind of how you're thinking and your program and your book you know comes in a little bit different door so let's pick up where you left off talking about that so i you know one of the things that i think uh you know, really occurred to me after, and this is really kind of as a result not only of just my own struggles and watching other people and teaching, but really looking at human design charts over the years. And I mean, I've I've run at this point, you know, we've run mm-hmm. probably thir- more than thirty thousand charts through our business, you know, and looking at the diversity of every human on this planet. I mean, I've I very rarely do I run a chart that's the same unless it's twins, right? Mm. Almost every chart is radically different. And I started to really think about, okay, if we're all so different, but yet we have this one-size-fits-all formula about this is what success is, this is how we get there, and we have this sort of formula, you do this, you do this, you do this, then bing, voila, success, right? And yet I'm watching people applying this formula with not, really a lot of success. Mm -hmm. What's the problem? 
And I think the first thing that I really had to think about was, what is the definition of abundance and success? Because I think part of where we start to fall down is we buy into this definition of what is success and what is abundance. And for the, for the, at least for us in the Western world, we tend to correlate that, first and foremost, always with money. Secondly, with this idea that we're going to have this job that's going to bring us oodles of money. And ultimately, the oodles of money that we make is going to ultimately buy us a certain degree of freedom and, I would say, you know, accoutrements that go, that go along with it, right? We're going to be free. We're going to live in a big house. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a beautiful spouse and a fancy car and lots of time to travel, right? Or whatever, right? And when I really sat and looked at charts and I looked at what drives people, what motivates people, what's going to really spur somebody into action, those kinds of, of that kind or that vision of success, it, you know, it'll drive some people. There are really some people who genuinely, that's what they want in life. And that's, that's their thing. But to push that model on all of us is just, it's not correct. There are so many of us that are not driven by that model at all. And in fact, I think what happens with us, one of the biggest things that people tell me is, I know what I should be doing, but I'm not doing it. Like, mm-hmm. I should be working harder. I should be sucking up to the boss. I should be whatever, right? All these things that we think we should be doing to be successful. I should be calling more leads. I should be working on my website. I should be, all these should be things that we don't do. And I think, you know, what happens is when we don't do, what I've learned is that when we don't do what we think we should do, the first thing that people tend to do is instead of going, wow, maybe that's not what I really want to be doing, they mm-hmm. instead go, oh, I suck. <laughs> I'm broken, I'm stuck, I'm blocked, I'm self-sabotaging. They start defining themselves really negatively instead of really looking at what might be the more important question to be asking yourself, and that is, are you doing what you really want to be doing? Is what you're heading towards where you really want to be going? Or have you bought into this definition of what we call success and abundance? And is there something about that definition that, A, doesn't drive you and motivate you or appeal to you, and, B, maybe even is repelling you enough to keep you from doing the things you think you need to be doing to create that in the first place? So Wow. <laughs> That's a mouthful. <laughs> and I actually have a really great – I know you're kind of talking about the middle process, but I have kind of an other end process, and it just happened mm-hmm. right before we got – into the studio today I've got to tell you my lawn guy came up to me and he said and I know I'm sorry you guys yes I have a lawn guy I'm a single mother that's my that's my excuse for that but um, (laughs) so don't write me letters about my lawn guy but my lawn guy came up to me and said where's your play toy and I'm like what what are you talking about what play toy and I look at my car and I'm like and that's not a play toy that's just an average car what are you talking about he goes your Camaro I'm like oh my Camaro I'm like I forgot to tell you about it I sold it and he goes he started freaking out why can you not afford it why did you sell it did you not like driving I'm like I love driving it you know I said it was a lot of fun but I said here's what I realized that thing was costing me more time and more money Mm -hmm. maintaining it and paying the insurance than the payoff. I got a new Camaro because that was my make it car. You know, it was fun. You know, everybody has a make it car. Everybody has, you know, it's cool to drive around. Yeah. I live in a warm climate in a sports car, but I, things have changed. I realized that 
what the world says success is, isn't success to me. Now, I'm not saying you that mm-hmm. can't be your definition, but Karen, I found out that's not my definition. And I'm involved in things like an orphanage in Africa. And you know what? It's kind of tough to have 100 miles on a Camaro in the garage that you're paying $200 a month for in insurance when your heart is with these kids. So I found out. Right that by getting rid of that, that freed up a ton of like emotional weight. It was kind of strange, actually. I was actually happier without it. And I know you guys aren't going to maybe get that, but I think that's a big piece of what you're kind of talking about here. That kind of, he was shocked and he didn't get it at all. And some people, (laughs) because he's different, wouldn't you say, Karen, because he's maybe wired differently than me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, you know, and part of it is really looking at, the question when we're talking about abundance is what's going to keep you sustainable in your life? Mm. You know, and, and I think it also, it also begs of us even a little bit of a different, even spiritual question along with it. And that is, are you craving abundance or is your definition of abundance actually sufficiency? And that illusion of abundance that you're pushing yourself for is actually taking you beyond your sufficiency and it doesn't drive you because you already have everything you need. Ooh, I got and chills. Not, <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And is it that that sense of lack that, that that is perpetuated by the beliefs that we're given, mm. the stories that we're told about what's successful? Mm. Is the sense of lack because you're satisfied with your sufficiency and you're feeling like you're less than because you're not striving towards what society maybe is telling you you should be for pushing you into a place of being overly abundant for you by your own personal definition and consequently creating cycles of sabotage, but the cycles of sabotage aren't really sabotage. They're just taking you back to where you really genuinely want to be and are frankly happy to be. Maybe your definition of abundance is not about being driven to create the financial resources to create the car, the house, but maybe it's about being home at 3 o'clock in the afternoon for your kids. Or maybe it's about, I mean, I think there's something really afoot here with this whole tiny house movement, for example. Wow, yeah. You know, where people are really saying, you know, I want to be connected. I want to be, you know, have the freedom to go be with people or go work it with an orphanage or go, you know, have a farm or, or, you know, something else and not be burdened by all of this accoutrement that society tells me are the markers for success. So, you know, on a very concrete, I think, you know, this isn't even a metaphysical conversation. I just, I think on a very conscious level, when we look at the theme of sustainability on the planet, meaning, Meaning, and this is, I mean, this is a theme we are going to have to belly up to the bar with if we haven't already. I mean, we are, we are really having to go, okay, in a world where, you know, and it's up to you where you want to shake out on global warming, but I think it's relatively clear at this point. We can't close our eyes and say, la, 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 this is not happening anymore. I mean, in a world where we have to start looking at how are we going to maintain and sustain our resources How are we going to make sure that everybody on the planet has access to sustainable resources? Because it's not just about us individually. It's about all of us together. How are we going to maintain all of this, you know, 
the world in a new, brand new way, in a new sustainable way, if we're going to be sustainable, we have to each individually be sustainable as well, which means not just the lifestyle, but we also have to be personally, energetically sustainable. We have to be in a place where we are restored, where we're recharged, where we're Mm. nourished, where we can get out of bed every morning and be happy to get out of bed and not be rolling over and hitting the alarm 35 times because we don't want to get up and face our day because we hate it and we're burned out and we're sick of it and we're sick of dealing with people we don't want to be dealing with and sick of trying to fit in places where we don't fit in and trying to put on a mask. You know, if we're going to create a sustainable world to be abundant and to be abundantly sustainable, we have to first be personally sustainable. And I would say, Beyond just the material plane, we have to be, first and foremost, energetically sustainable. And the only way to become energetically sustainable is to live true to who you are and to honor your energy and to live in a way that uses your energy correctly and authentically and to not be wearing any masks in your life, to not be saying yes to things you want to say no to, to not Mm -hmm. be saying no to things you need to be saying yes to, and to really make sure that you are not wasting energy trying to be or do something that's not correct for you. You know, there were so many brilliant moments in in that whole thing that I don't even really know where to start. And I I really wish that I'd um, known you and read your book, Abundance by Design, which may not have been available three years ago, I'm not sure. And take in your course because where were you when I needed you, Karen? Because as, <laughs> I'm as still I, struggling with my own burnout. <laughs> probably in the same, probably the same place I was, though. But you know, it's so funny. I was told a number of years ago, oh, you know, you're in the consciousness movement. You're a naturopathic doctor. You're a healer. You have to go, you guys are going to love this, live in Asheville. And so I moved from Columbus, Ohio because I had to. Are you feeling this, Karen? I had uh-huh. to. Was supposed to go live in Asheville. So I bought a house on eight acres on the side of a mountain because, right, that's what like healers do, right, Karen? And uh-huh. I'm <laughs> after there with my, at the time, three children. My oldest had already left home. And, you know, so I get there and I waited. And do you know what happened as I waited for Nirvana, you know, to fall over me and the angels to sing? What actually happened is I started falling into a deep, deep, deep depression and there's a million Mm -hmm. reasons why but one of the reasons is I believe the energy and you kind of have referred to this a little bit of where we live in geography and like you said in in what we choose you know to live in and drive and actually everything matters that's a whole nother conversation for another time but I think it's really important and guess what the energy in Asheville or on that particular mountain in that particular place did not support me at all But when I moved, who would have ever thought? I actually used to drive through Winston-Salem, where I live now in North Carolina, and I used to say, who would live here? And I ended up here. But guess what? This has the most (laughs) brilliant, amazing, clear resonance for me, Karen, and my children and I are thriving. And so Mm -hmm. we don't even know the ways that we live through expectations and through programming. And you said the word beliefs, you know, what we're supposed to do, whether it's family or friends or gosh, a whole community was saying you have to go live in Asheville, you know, or maybe they would say you have to go live in Sedona would be another place they might tell me. Oh, totally. I I mean, (laughs) Sedona is filled with people who have been told they should be living there who, you know, they make it for about a year and then they're fried and they have to leave. Absolutely. Yeah. So, absolutely. 
absolutely brilliant. And we will be back talking about blocks to abundance, why it's important to become abundant, and much, much more here on The Secret to Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and Karen Curry-Parker. As host of Dialogue with Divinity, I am thrilled to join the Exxon Broadcast Network and their growing number of affiliates. My quest for a connection to the divine ignited my successful career path as an international spiritual counselor for over 40 years, an author of four books, and well-known metaphysical educator. My clients call me their spiritual mama. So my job is to offer you a radio show to help you grow spiritually with wisdom and get specific tools from guests who are experts in their field. Tune into Dialogue with Divinity and be part of the conversation with spirit. My goal, your happy soul. For more information, please visit my website at johannacarroll.com. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, High Tech with Corey Kay, and every minute of the 24-7, 365 programming of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 712-432-9459, courtesy of TalkStream Live. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 712-432-9459 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 712-432-9459 for the best of paranormal, new age, thought-provoking, sci-fi radio programming 24-7, 365. Coming soon to the Exxon Broadcast Network is a different perspective with me, Kevin Randall, as your host. We'll be taking a close look at what is happening in the world of UFOs today with side trips into the paranormal. Guests will range from those who are household names to those who have a different perspective on a variety of topics. No topic will be taboo, but there will be tough questions asked as we all search for the truth about UFOs, the paranormal, and those things that excite us. Sometimes we'll agree with a guest and sometimes we won't, but we'll try to keep the program topical. For those of you who would like to read, be sure to visit www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com and remember to listen to the other fine programs on the X-Zone Broadcast Network at www.xzbn.net. This is Kevin Randall. For nearly 30 years, I have been investigating the case of the Roswell UFO. I have interviewed hundreds of people and stood on the crash site. 
Now on Roswell in the 21st century, I have reviewed dozens of hours of audio and videotaped interviews, examined hundreds of files that relate to the crash, and have returned to Roswell in an attempt to put all that information into the proper perspective. For the first time in Roswell in the 21st century, I have made a dispassionate reevaluation of all that material and provide a new look at what happened. This is a book that clears away all the clutter that has hidden the truth for so long, strips away the various lies that surround the case, exposes the Air Force attempts at cover-up, and found a core of solid information that tells us all where the case stands today. Roswell in the 21st century will be available in just a few weeks. For more information, please visit my website at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. What Happened in Benghazi is revealed by Nicholas Genix, author of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. He informs the American people that President Obama deceived them by advocating a strong foreign policy prior to the 2012 presidential election, and Hillary Clinton supported this deception. As the title infers, there is a connection between Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. Ample evidence informs Americans that Obama's early indoctrination in the Quran developed an infinity for Islam, why the Quran is the source of discontent in many countries, and why the Obama foreign policy deception led to poor military action and caused the loss of American lives in Benghazi. Genix provides 36 questions for the Select Committee on Benghazi to validate if Americans are justified to mistrust President Obama and Hillary Clinton. An overview of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi is presented on the website www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Afterlife expert Roberta Grimes was the first one to say that dying can be fun. Now her best-selling book, The Fun of Dying, is available in stores worldwide. So if you wonder whether death ends life, how it feels to die, or what heaven might be like, The Fun of Dying was written for you. And if you have always been afraid of death, or if you worry that your life has no meaning, let The Fun of Dying ease your fears and bring new meaning to your life. Nothing said in The Fun of Dying is based on the teachings of any religion. Instead, Roberta draws on evidence to explain how death happens, how it feels, and what comes next. A lot of the best death-related evidence was produced in the first half of the 20th century. When it is put together with recent discoveries, it tells a consistent and amazing story. Roberta Grimes blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Her wonderful book, The Fun of Dying, is available on Amazon and at stores worldwide wherever books are sold. Welcome back to The Secret to Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. And I have no idea, actually, you guys, where this hour has gone to because this is such a relevant conversation. It's actually something I'm still processing in my own life. And I'm sure Karen is, you know, not to speak for her as well. I think we're always growing and changing and kind of feeling our way, you know, through the whole abundance topic because it's so big and it crosses, you know, spiritual, as you've said, and emotional and mental and physical lines, you know, in our realities. And so I think it's such a huge topic and so important. So we don't run out of time. I'd like you to share with me, you've created a program that is, I believe, called Abundance by Design, as well as written a book, Abundance by Design. Can you kind of peek in and give us a taste of what if we bought that book, would we experience and would we be able to find out and what would happen if we chose to take your course? So what this book does is, first of all, it shows you how to understand 
your unique energy blueprint so that before you can make any decisions about, okay, here's what I want, this is what I'm going to create in my life, this is my definition of success, you can actually start to look at where you've been conditioned. And when I say conditioned, meaning this gives you a really practical way to go, what beliefs do I have? What have I been spoon-fed that I should, that I think I should be doing that maybe I don't really want to be doing? What's been motivating and driving me? How have other people's energies perhaps impacted my ability to make good choices for myself? And what do I need to do to really clear out all of this other stuff that might be clouding my own vision and my own alignment with what's truth for me? And how do I find and discover my own unique blueprint for abundance? And, and that, that's not just the money piece. That's the community. That's the relationship. That's the health and vitality. That's the spiritual connection. That's the empowerment. That's the making your contribution to the world. All of that contained within that definition of abundance. What's my definition, my unique definition of abundance? How do I tap into it? How do I unlock that blueprint? And how do I start making decisions correctly so that I stay sustainable, so that I am actively engaged and moving towards what's really right for me, that feels good and juicy for me, that inspires me to keep my momentum rolling so that I'm not groaning as I get out of bed every morning? (laughs) And what's going to keep me sustainable so that I'm not burned out, you know, I, I, I do a lot of coaching for entrepreneurs and, and a lot of coaching for people in general, and I can't tell you how I think just simply burnout as one mm. step. I mean, we do whole hours on just the concept mm. of burnout. How much just being burned out keeps people from really being able to tap into their abundance? Because when you're burned out, you become reactive, and you start scrambling to do whatever you can do to try to make things work because you're too tired to be deliberate. And if you can just really tune into what can I do to keep myself from burning out, right there you've unlocked an entire patch of wealth for you that you may not even be aware that you can tap wow. into. So, I love that. And one of the things I see a lot in my clients and you know, in the entrepreneurs I work with is the money fear. It is so easy for them to tip into money fear it's crazy and even you know I've even struggled with it in the past more than now but I think you hit on an important word that helps us prevent from ever having to go into money fear again and that word is sustainable how do I create a sustainable business income lifestyle um wealth flow energy yeah yeah. (laughs) all of it everything (laughs) but how do I create that without burning out because I created Mm -hmm. immense wealth and immense, you could even say, you know, ability to buy toys and ability to, you know, and it wasn't sustainable. I was working, Mm -hmm. I don't even know, Karen, and I don't know if you've ever done that too, but I was pouring so much of myself into my business and my clients. There was nothing left. There wasn't even anything left to survive in my physical body anymore. And I get it. I've been there. (laughs) (laughs) I know you have, but, but I love that you're helping us kind of step back and say, whoa, let's not take one more session. This isn't this isn't a method it's your mm-hmm. method and that's what I love it, it, about what you're doing right exactly and I think this, you know you said something in the very beginning when you were talking about the celestial energy that really got my attention and you said not everything is going to be amazing all the time and the truth is when you look at the human design chart as a blueprint and it's a blueprint for the human experience 
we are not designed to have everything be amazing all the time. If it was, it would be boring. As much as we might go, oh, really? Um, yeah, Amen. really, truly, it would be boring. And the thing is, you have to know how to stay resilient and sustainable when things are not amazing because those are major growth points. Those are always opportunities for growth oh, and expansion. Oh, my goodness. And ways for you to yes. really, you know, blossom and, and move more deeply into your abundance. But if you don't understand the forces that influence your every thought, if you don't understand your emotions and how they make you behave, if you don't know how to maintain your focus and direction to create what you're really wanting, meaning what's really right for you, you're going to go through boom and bust cycles that are going to deplete you and make it difficult for you to really fulfill your potential in every area of your life. And the Abundance by Design program shows you exactly how to do that, and so does the book. It really shows you how to find those forces, how to how to tease through them so you can find what's right for you how to understand and use emotional energy or not be not be hijacked by somebody else's emotional energy, how to focus on what's right for you, how to take direction on what's right with you in for you in the way that's right for you so you can be sustainable and vital. And ultimately, you know, we are designed, when you look at the chart, we're designed to be joyful. Great. Not always designed to be happy, Agreed. but we are designed to be joyful. Agreed. And if yeah. you can become masterful in, in taking care of yourself you can be joyful. And that's, that's what we want to be adding to the world. Oh, my goodness, Karen. You know what? If this were true, I think there's 7 or 8 billion people that could benefit from this book and from this course. And you know what, you guys? I know Karen, and she is authentic, and we don't have enough time to go way into that topic. And she, you know, <laughs> does, she is in integrity. And, um, and I personally, you know, respect her and the people that I've encountered that, you know, are also in her business. And so I, I don't often give a personal endorsement, but in this case, I'm going to make an exception and I'm going to say that I, I haven't personally taken it, but, but I totally am willing to and possibly might. Um, I am definitely will get the book or get a hold of the book. Maybe I even have a friend I know that might send me a copy of that book. <laughs> I don't know who that I definitely would encourage you guys to check this out and I will tell you why because Karen said it herself you heard me refer to it a number of times possibly the pain and the years and there are beautiful lessons as you said Karen in those years mm -hmm. and honestly I would never wish what I went through on my worst enemy mm -hmm. but the Amen. person I am now and the peace and the the center place I come from now and the, you know what I say, the life of creating my own design, because I do believe I am now designing my own life on my own terms, fit with my own unique God-given personality. All that you teach, I come in through different doors. Karen and I do different things, but I actually believe, Karen, we meet in the middle and, and we actually teach the same things in different ways. And mm -hmm. so I encourage you guys, and Karen's gonna tell us how to do that and there will be a link on my website, on my media page, and on the video, and on the, you know, replays, we will make sure that you have access through me. But Karen, if you want to directly also tell us how they can connect with you and your organization and the book and the class, um, go ahead and do that. Well, the book is called Abundance by Design, and it's available on Amazon. It's in ebook format right now. The hard copy will be out in the beginning of November. Um, if you want to learn more about human design and you want to get your own human design chart, which we do, we actually have real life people who run your chart for you, you can go to gracepointmatrix.com and check that out. 
And then, as you said, you'll put the link for the Abundance by Design program up so people can go to the link, learn more about the class. This is a, it's a, it's not a home study program, but we did realize, we've realized over the years that people need a little bit more flexibility in terms mm-hmm. of studying. So the information is sort of self-paced, but we do have live Q&A calls throughout the entire program. So you actually get to bring your chart to class. Wow. And have somebody look at your human design chart and really look at specifically what's going on with you, your energy, your life, your abundance, and get real live coaching from human design, actually from some of the authors who've contributed to the book. They're working with you to make sure that you really tap into your unique wealth blueprint and bring it out and live it and have an actionable plan that you can take home and really work for yourself. And I'm not sure because I haven't looked at the pricing. I don't know if you want to talk about that. But to me, you guys, honestly, I would pay $5,000 to avoid or help have someone help me navigate you know, some of these principles that I've had to learn and you've had to learn, Karen, by walking kind of the, the wrong path and, and, you know, stumbling around, you know, what the heck are we doing? So, you guys, I know that she's priced this very affordably. I'm sure her book is just a treasure of information. I encourage you guys, like I said, you're not going to hear this. You can wait for it. I promise you, you will not hear my personal endorsement very often, but I'm happy to give it in this case to you. And I also want to thank you for being with us today. I think you guys need to listen to this a couple times because there's actually some truth that I'm going to remind myself of and rewind and listen to it and write down in my journal, just principles that I want to continue to pass on to my girls and continue to teach the people that I work with that I think were really clearly said in a couple different ways by both of us um, today. So thank you so much for being a guest on The Secret to Everything. Absolutely always a pleasure to chat with you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And just to tease you guys a little bit, we're going to have Wayne Wilson next week. And I know this is kind of crazy, but you guys like crazy. I know you do. So Wayne actually lives on a habitation site with a what kind of a wide variety of crypto creatures. And if I hadn't seen some of them with my own eyes, I wouldn't have believed it in a million years. I've also been doing some stunning research with our photography and different energies and entities that we've been discovering as we go about our research. So Wayne Wilson will be with us next week. And if you guys really like the show, I know Rob's doing a really fun contest where you can go to X cbn.net and you can vote for me and the secret to everything and i would just appreciate it so much if you do that you guys can google me you'll find me everywhere i'm all over social media you can go to my website secret to everything.com and you can join us every saturday at 11 a.m right here on the xo network and listen to the secret to everything thanks so much